you found it. The Japan Whoop Podcast coming at you to the back end of Tokyo. I'm your host, blowing hot smoke out of the air from downtown Tokyo. This is the Japan Whoop Podcast. With me as always, your boy, One Swinney, and my opinion is uninformed mostly. Uninformed mostly. And uh, just waiting for somebody who disagrees with everything to come after you on the internet. Don't poke the bear. Don't poke Mother Bear. Mother. <laughs> that could have gone in a lot of places. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna imbibe on this podcast. Maybe it's a coffee. You. Maybe Good it's a, you. Uh, uh, an adult beverage. We have libations. Well, wh- whoever you are, we're listening or whatever time of day, whatever you're in the mood for, that's what we're having. I could say a nice hot cup of Joe over here. A nice hot cup of Matt Bigelow. That's what the people want. Uh, or I could say... That's kind of a stiff whiskey soda. Yeah, whatever it is, what's we say we say blowing hot air to the back end of Tokyo, but it's not the radio days where they would say like "Good evening, Good evening, the evening news at six. Good evening, this is Chip Richmond with the evening news That's, at six. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm a prick. It's all gone. It's all gone. It's. So I, we we got new gear. I'm not yeah, going to get too, too much into it. It's quite an upgrade from what I was using before. Yeah, that's that's large. Um, I'm using the Persona 68C, and, and I, I got you it. Have two here. Yeah, well, I, I wanted to. I brought my uh, Focusrite 2i2 third gen in just in case this new stuff didn't work. Yeah, because I needed an extra power source. You never know with new gear if it's just going to crap out on you, or the computer says. Nope, not today. Sorry. Not today, which both uh, my computers said last week. <laughs> yeah, but we're, 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 shit's so back to normal. Like every, we do this once a month. Yeah, And yeah. for the past four or five months, it's been in, in more and more back to normal. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's even kind of getting busy outside. Like yeah. When I was coming to this to this armpit area of right, Tokyo, right. the restaurants are open. There's right. lineups outside of right. them. There's there's guys eating pizza with bottles of wine. Ten o'clock and, and no sign of things slowing down. Yeah, and uh, so I'm so I'm also worried about like, will this new gear pick up all the outdoor sound? You never know with new gear. Right, right. But maybe that's. I mean, thank all you guys for all of your lovely donations that contributed to. I'm oh just, yeah, I'm, I'm just fucking busy. all of the love that. Um, all of the all of the love. We're on a very empty beach here in Tokyo. That's right. Matt's exposed to self, and I'm keeping it professional. Here on the Japan What Podcast. Yeah. So it it, it, it feels like normal out there. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. The messaging we're getting from the government as well, it's like some news article the other day that I was looking at. Like, next time we declare a state of emergency, we're going to have less restrictions, not more. Okay. I don't know what that means, but it, it, it's it's better than saying like what Austria is doing right now. They're entering a fourth national lockdown. Wow. When they're probably going to make vaccines mandatory by like February. I mean, they're really pushing this thing as far as they can. You know, fucking <laughs> I need Europe going through the hundred year cycle. You. Yeah. Yeah. Every hundred years, Europe just goes insane. I mean, I think some countries are just going to take this system and run with it. Actually, I wanted to uh, talk about that today. That like you know, it's w- whether or not this thing whether or not the way the world is right now in tokyo is this gonna change or like what's the new norm gonna look like because you know people seem like they want to keep their masks on but they just want to go out and get drunk yeah the 
there's less masks in Tokyo, but mm. it's still sure. 99% masked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that it's not 99.5% masked is the difference. Right, right. Although I am seeing less mask discipline. And yeah. More like I see more dudes without masks as well. We do it. Then, we do a thing like in a shoot now, like, you know, everyone comes to the shoot with their masks on. What type of shoot are you talking about? Like, like a photo shoot? Yeah, yeah. Photo shoots, video shoots. Since, you know, the the talent has to take off their, their mask, you know, we go in and now, and it used to be, you know, everyone has their mask on the entire time. And now you go in and everyone does the aisatsu, they shake hands and they greet, greet one another. And then an hour passes and we kind of warm up and then no one has their mask on. So it's yeah the, the the placebo effect has run its course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in a club in Yokohama uh, last week for work, of course, work purposes, everyone, and uh, no one had a mask on. And it was chill, right? It was chill. I mean, granted, most of them were in the military, and uh, the other half of them were there to see the military, but no one had a mask it's on. I don't chill. know. If it's a, Good or bad thing, but it's, it's not like a lot of the times from the North American perspective, it's right. you're a Republican if you don't wear a mask and you're a Democrat if you do, if you wear, do a mask. wear a mask. Right? But over here, there's we don't have that at all. It's kind of nice that it didn't get politicized. It didn't get politicized. And I like that. You know, I, you could go you could go into work. You could go into work and someone might look at you funny, but you could take your mask off and go take a leak and come back and no one's going to yell at you. you I had know? that for a while, but they, they put a kibosh on that. And yeah, yeah. I, the, the, it's not, not slamming them, but the more liberal you get, the, yeah. the more adamant you were about masks with gaijins. And, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but so if Don't you were... Don't push it on us. If you, were, if, you were, if you found yourself amongst very liberal... North American types, they were more adamant about masks and talking about masks and right. how if you don't wear a mask, you're an anti-vaxxer. You're gonna die. Yeah, you know, yeah. like yeah. But I was getting was, my hair cut intense. last month. Yeah, and I was in this Japanese barber shop, uh-huh. and I was talking with the guy like, yeah, vaccines probably okay. Still want to wait a while. I'm not sure which ones might be the safest. And yeah. he's like, yeah. yeah, I totally feel the same. Right. I don't right. know what's happening. I'm yeah, like, no one yeah. knows what's going on. But there, there was no animosity. Right. You and know, everyone's just kind of like, I guess it's time to take the mask off now. The fact that we were talking about the slightest bit of vaccine hesitancy, right. like I wonder which one is the best one. Right. It didn't put us into some sort of conspiracy land. It was, we were in normal land. It feels all a bit silly now. Yeah. The whole, you know, rigmarole, everyone running around and screaming, you know. I knew I took it was it stupid from May 2020. I mean, don't get me wrong. I took it seriously. I, you know, I wore me my too. mask and yeah. I, you know, I, 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 you know, but at the same time, I thought, but what if it just blows over? What if you just don't do anything? <laughs> you know, like, what if you just don't do so anything? So I actually have a buddy who's a host. And he was like, but I refuse to, because he sounds like that. He sounds like Michael Jackson. He's like, I refuse to wear a mask, and I don't believe in it because the government is lying, Like, in, but he, in really bad English. And um, that guy's perfectly fine. Not saying I, you know, he made the right or wrong decision, but, you know, this is just one perspective from someone who never wore a mask. And Yeah, he's totally fine. You know, that's But that what guy. about the asymptomatic spread and all the grandmothers? He, you know, that immediately yeah. a lot of people go there. Just the rule was like, don't go and cough on people's grandmas, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, and I think it'll be fine. You know, I think we, I think in Japan, when the suicide numbers started skyrocketing and the right. children abuse started right. going up right. And, right. and like the the government 
some doctors as well started speaking very positively in mainstream news media about ivermectin. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. changed course. Then they were like, "Okay, we need to get away from our wives now. We need to, you know, we, we need, need to, to get away from we need Americans. to get away from our our, our our families and go back to work now. <laughs> Been around them for <laughs> enough too of long. this telework shit. I, I got I, a coworker of mine. He was like, you know, I was like, how's you know? He's like, how's COVID been for you? You know, what are you doing? I said, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm spending a lot of time with my wife. We spend time home. We've been working from home a lot, and it's been great. We've been bonding and all that, spending time talking to my family. He was like, I have never spent this much time with my family, and it's really weird. I'm very uncomfortable. I'm just in a hurry to get back to work. And I'm like, you know, that's why you don't get laid now. So, yeah. That's also that's, that's the Japanese way. It is what it is, my friend. Um, so a few days ago, mm-hmm. You invited me to an NFT party. Yeah. Yeah, you did come through. You did come through. Um, so we have this this mainstream thing that we're talking about and these mm-hmm. kind of 30,000-foot views. Right. And uh, when this, uh, when in the before times, mm-hmm. we could just go out to music clubs or watch music live or go out to cafes and right. watch music. Right. This, this situation pretty much killed... Damn coffee! Nice. Everything we knew about <laughs> um, tr- just typical ways of going out and enjoying your life in this city. Yeah, but when you quash something down, it pops back up somewhere else. Mm, mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. kind of what's going on with the NFT scene. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To set the scene, you invited me to this NFT uh, auction in the heart of Ginza. It was the uh, actually the biggest in Japan to date. Uh, that's what I was. That's what I was. That's what I was hoping to hear. Um, downtown Ginza, central Ginza. Yeah, there was a, easily a hundred people there. Yeah. Oh at yeah. Six oh, yeah. p.m. Oh yeah. Um, and not just arty farty types. There was financial people. Yeah, yeah. There was people uh, who came there to play. There's yeah, and um, there was a Nomi Hodai wine, sparkling yeah, yeah. wine. It was free. You don't have to they tell had, me about it. You had naked <laughs> girls in in boxes. Yeah, yeah. We built those boxes actually. Um, and so on the art level, there was non fungible tokens available. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. A lot of photography, a lot of naked chicks. Yeah, a lot of yeah, banker yeah. types. Uh, take it away. That was uh, yeah. That's kind of my vibe. So what this was was uh, actually uh. Uh, for a client of mine, he calls himself the Jader, uh, and he is an artist. You guys can find him find him on Instagram under the H E. Oh, damn coffee! Oh, mother funsters, mother fudgers! Ugh. You can find him on Instagram under the H E underscore J A Y D E R. That's the Jader, and he is a uh, contemporary artist. He makes like uh, you know he makes modern art. He makes, uh, you know, all sorts of really crazy styles. He went to, uh, he actually went to two different art schools. Uh, and, you know, the guy has all these accolades and he said, you know what, I want to sell my NFTs. And actually, this wasn't just an NFT sale. This was, uh, a, they were auctioning the pieces. This, there weren't, they, people weren't even buying this with crypto, so to speak. People were straight up buying this with cash. Uh, we pulled over $168,000. Uh, that really? one night, yeah, yeah, over one hundred sixty-eight thousand dollars. Not yen dollars. I mean, like one, like sixteen point. I want to say like sixteen point nine something million yen. 
Wow. So yeah, about about one hundred and sixty. Let's say one hundred and sixty thousand dollars, just to be safe. I know sure. the yen values. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, over definitely over one hundred sixty thousand dollars, and um, you know, great turnout. And this was supposed to be kind of like the next level kind of event, you know, considering things the way they were in the before times and the way they are now. I think people are kind of trying to more get into instead of using cryptocurrency just to trade it alone they're also saying well why don't i just sell my whole nft so they're still selling an nft just for a different currency i guess you could say for real money yeah um you know people were spending real money you know the guy got paid uh next week man so uh this is very exciting um there so was the guy some... made bank and uh, he he probably had a lot of money to 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 split up and share out because right the NFTs are displayed on panels. You got to yeah, set yeah. Up. They they act actually that uh, museum. They bought the panels for that particular oh, okay. purpose because they do uh, mm. they do like auctions of like shoes and pottery and things like this. And so this was kind of an old place trying to bring in some new energy. And they were really quite surprised with the kind of the kind of audience we brought. There was a, there. The, the vibe was popping, and yeah, it, and it yeah, wasn't just yeah. uh, it wasn't just kind of people being arty farty yeah there was a real mixture of, of interest and people there and it really felt to me like it was something noteworthy just because it wasn't wasn't one thing it was a lot of things i mean it's it's i think it's the type of people that were there you know i've never personally been to an event where this kind of people you'll see this kind of people together there you saw like artists like japanese artists you saw russian artists uh there was a, a hedge fund manager there um, one guy that's like the on the chair of some committee in Japan, you know, these kind of guys. Or there are a lot of Chinese tycoons were there, and then there was like me, artists, you know, DJs, like really a, a collective of people that you normally I, I don't think would see mixed together unless it was at an an event that was specifically supposed to be an industry mixer, which which this wasn't. It just attracted that kind of people. Yeah, it, it felt like an industry mixer, but yeah, people yeah, were no, there totally to buy wasn't. art. It's just people were there. That's just the people who decided to come. Well, people haven't been able to go out and enjoy themselves. Mm. And even if you do go out and enjoy yourself, it's like you're doing a bad thing. Right. You're killing right. granny. Right, right, but right, I think right. by now, people have been waiting so long for something. That there was the perfect environment to roll this type of NFT auction. Out. It was a roll of of the dice for sure. But the die was cast. And yes, it was, yeah. it was it was double triple sixes. Well, I mean, think about um, you know how much damage a place like an auction house is taking. It's a lot of damage. So much damage, Matt. So much damage. <laughs> damage me. <laughs> So overall, yeah, raging success. Yeah, raging you success. Were, you were on some NFTs as well. Yeah, I yeah. Got, I, had I got a... some pictures. Did your NFTs of you sell? Uh, no. So these are actually in the... So what those were, those are a part of the catalog for the next event. So no, mine were not up for sale at that one, but we're trying to do another one. Uh, we may be doing this in Beijing or it may be here in Japan. I know the auction house wants to do something again. If you guys are interested in that auction house, it's called Shimwa uh, Auction House in Ginza. And uh, they do really awesome stuff. They have really unique pieces. And so we're going to try and do it again. And my piece will uh, hopefully be in the next uh, up in the next collection. For the sale. thing with Beijing right now is that they're on a crazy weird turn from like even five years ago. Where How do, how do, you, how, how do you mean? Well, Can you elaborate five, on that? Five years ago, um, Beijing was like, we're the startup area of the world. We right. want to foster our technology sectors and uh, yeah, get the young people. But now it's like and bolster our army. But go on. Well, that's the thing. Now, now all of a sudden, the Beijing government is like, okay, now that you've built up all this technology, we want it. 
And if you right. don't want to give it to us, we're going to shut you down. Shake you if down. If you want to keep going, you're going yeah. to have to have our people yeah. in your company at yeah. all levels. What is that? That's, you know, it's like. It's called totalitarian communist dictatorships. Right. Mm. So <laughs> the, the, the people, like, I, I, I was involved in tech for a few years, and right. I yeah, saw a yeah. lot more Chinese people really develop technology very quickly in terms of AI, uh, in terms of streaming services. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and naturally, you, you take that to the next level. They're probably going to want to be looking at crypto and blockchain yeah. payments and stuff like that. That's You so, know something interesting, man? The people that were spending the most money at that NFT uh, auction were Chinese. They want to put their money somewhere, I bet. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in, right now... Taiwan is under threat from takeover of China. Mm-hmm. This ties into it. Taiwan is the largest manu- one of the largest manufacturers of uh, semiconductors in the world. Sure. And now that China might be making an edge onto Taiwan, you have all of these other companies like Sony and mm-hmm. uh, Samsung trying to reshore the chip making capabilities of Taiwan onto their shores. I see. So there's kind of like a back door we're getting the hell out of here before the Beijing, before Beijing takes over down. the chip companies which before, which controls well, the world. Before Taiwan goes down, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. uh right now I'm oh, sure that man. there still is a, a sweet scene in Beijing, but the political for how environment long, yeah man. and it's it's not for how long. Uh they're looking at a very weak um Joe Biden who has Alzheimer's and yeah. shits his pants all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, He's way worse than Trump. Yeah. Like yeah. a million times worse than Trump. <laughs> the media just won't report on he it. He just I keeps mean, his mouth shut. That's Because he, he can't talk because yeah. he forgets everything right, he says. Right, right, He's like, we're going to close down our oil pipelines. And now that we have no oil, why doesn't Russia produce more oil along right. with Saudi Arabia? Right. By the way, these guys are jerks because they produce too much oil. What the like, fuck? Dude. So form that's a thought. bad. Form but if you're thought. Beijing and you're looking at this, you're kind of going, maybe now's a good time to make a move on Taiwan. Yeah, yeah. And everybody knows it. Yeah, uh, yeah, Despite yeah. the fact that it's not in the New York Times do you or feel whatever. Like, do you feel like that's something bigger? I, I mean, obviously, it's something bigger than that. Do you? But do you think this is something – do you think this is trying to get data – yeah, I mean, if you that produce all the it. freaking chips, then you know you're gonna you're gonna have yeah. a lot more access to people's personal information, which is up for sale in places. So I would think that would be one of the most valuable things you could get your hands on if they and they they possess the means of uh, production. Then, or know. if they can prevent access to the means of production, right, right. Then By the, they, I mean the Beijing um, right. communist right, right. Know, party, the Chinese Communist Party, but Beijing is their center. That's scary, operator. you know. And a so communist they might be government. able very soon in China to produce their own chips. Mm. They still are reliant on ex- on on other countries for it. Yeah, but the, it's China. They make whatever they want to eventually under these terms these days. So guys, we're gonna see some cool technology so in a few years. That's if, what that if, means. Yeah. Well, if if China is that po- is posing that threat, and and certain countries like Japan and South Korea are responding to it by reshoring chip production, mm. that's going to create a, a massive tech inflow into Japan yeah. on a yeah. infrastructural level. Yeah. Yeah. The big thing with software is that it attracts a lot of douchebags. Douchebags mm. are big into software. I agree. But 
the hardware people are engineers that need to put things into boxes. Right. So they're very right. They're 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 conscientious of what actually needs to be done. Right. Whereas right. software people just have a big dream. They just see uh, I want to make a bunch of money and use these people to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Utilize yeah. existing tech infrastructure to make right. that happen. They don't right. create the infrastructure. And so they're using old systems to produce new products, which I think doesn't work quite frankly. Yeah, oh, they're doing that, and they are also the the way that this technological society. We're talking about NFTs and blockchain and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. The way it rolls out properly, and this is what the Chinese have been doing for many years mm. now, is expanding the AI overlay onto physical infrastructure. Right. So f- Facebook has hit this wall in the past few years. Mm. Where because it only exists as software and there's no right. real services to it, right? Uh, it's it, other companies kind of take over other sectors of that economy, such as Uber. Right, right. Where Uber, right, you get right. all the mapping, you get where people are going right. at certain times right. of day. You can't you can't look up something on a map on Facebook. So that's really valuable information. I think I think Facebook does have like a maps function, but then they use uh, Google. Yeah, even you know, but it, but people aren't using the a Facebook as a commerce or uh, interaction between other companies in terms of a 3d environment, right? It's somebody right. posting an ad onto right. Facebook, right? And then that person and then goes to that and company it, and, and it's clicks clunky on the website. and complicated too. It's yeah. But the, like the Chinese companies have really understood that when you roll out an AI overlay on mm-hmm. top of, ex- uh, on, in, in, on new infrastructure that meets the demands mm-hmm. within a, a marketplace, Mm-hmm. Inside of those um, uh, applications, whether right. it be food delivery, right, right, whatever right. it is, then you really get the full power uh, of you the do. economy rolling we, in that sector. We, we see a, we see a little bit of it with the uh, the Pasmos, you know. Yeah, and because now that is like has a gone commuter card that has a and it has uh, all your information on it, chip on it, right? Yeah, but so now that has extended to the phones, you know. Now you see that, and so now they have the ID. You know, I'm with my uh, I'm with my uh, mentor all the time, and he literally doesn't pay for anything with cash. He just pays for it with the ID or the Pasmo or the Line Pay. Or you know, there's so many options to where sure. you can just touch a thing to your phone, which also means that that's a lot of that opens up a window to a lot of new crime. But we won't won't touch <laughs> on that. But the good right thing now. about having a, a massive amount of individual applications for payment means it doesn't get centralized, which right. is what China has been doing, right. centralizing everything into Alipay and mm-hmm. WeChat Pay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they both have members of the communist. That's what Line's trying to do. Line is trying to copy that. Uh, Line is trying app. to do it. Yeah, I know the people that, I know a lot of the people that ended up involved in some of the Line acquisition um, mm. from the South Korean company. You know, some people's entire lives Z are tied holdings. to mine. Yeah. yeah, they really are. Um, but when you have a, a variety of applications that are used for payments and QR codes that only mm. appear one time, mm-hmm. that creates a dissemination of data, not a centralization yeah. of yeah. data. So yeah. you don't run into this whole idea where the government can just come in and take all it the just, data from whoop, one place. All the data, yeah. it's there. So there's that going for it. But so this idea of the rolling out NFT auctions in Beijing could work, but right now it's might be an interesting time to focus on places like South Korea and Japan. Yeah, because that technology is going to be imported here. the 
the the, the chip development and those people are going to be here right. those companies are going right. to be here well but i i think i think there there may be a thing with you know there's the fact that you just don't have as much free to, uh, freedom to create in uh in beijing you just you just simply don't it comes and goes you it's know, like a boa um, constrictor they let you up and then it gets right, you out they right. wait for it to develop and then squeeze it up to the top there's a lot of chinese guys at this thing and it just makes me think of a, so much money comes here from japan and they're the uh, best from china you know then you go to somewhere in china or you you go to Be- beijing and and i think you're going to you're going to you're going to find a lot of resources there it's just p- maybe people aren't able to access the tools to uh, make it especially with the hold the government has on internet access and I, I think it'll be interesting. I yeah. think it'll be interesting. If they give me the opportunity to go, I'm hopping my black ass on a jet and I'm going to Beijing, cool man. cool as shit, man. I was there yeah. before the pandemic. I've never been, but I the definitely want to. The pandemic. The pandemic, yeah. Um, it was, it, it's a really interesting place. It's, it's, it's a fascinating place. It's, um, when I was there, this was in 2018, 2019. Mm. Mm. They were, I, I, I was, I was, Working at tech at the time, I was running an AI school right. for SoftBank, right. uh, for their AI engineers, their chief scientists, mm-hmm. their their VPs and stuff right, like right, that. Right. So when I went there, I was really looking for consumer applications of this new technology. Mm-hmm. I went past the Marriott Hotel. They were using facial recognition sign-in systems back then. And th- but this is what, like 2019, 18? 2019, 18. Wow. Um, police officers patrolling with robots i'll tell you man you know they that facial recognition shit they were yeah they were they were they were i got you know i was part of the uh crowd crowd testing for that stuff man and um i know because of a problem that i thought of that i thought like i wonder is someone gonna fix this problem and it was fixed but for like the worst reason (laughs) you know i thought uh so what's the, the iPhone, problem? The problem is that the iPhone, right? Like, say there's like five people, and like four of them are Japanese and one of them is African. The iPhone's gonna say, "I see, I see four people." So let me focus in on these four faces, and then the black guy is not gonna be in focus at all. And I think this is just to do with just the difference in color in skin, and it just doesn't shadows do, you know, as the, well. Shadows, you know, the, the the sensors just don't do a good job of taking a picture of two things that are really differently colored and making them both look good. It just data sets as it's well. It's just not that. So there's I, very good data sets of Japanese people in mm-hmm. terms of passports mm-hmm. and also on an island country. Right. But when you go to Africa, they have very little it's amount very little of, of that, photo right? evidence in yeah. terms of documentation yeah. and yeah. it's land borders. So people can look quite different from each other, mm-hmm. even though some people would disagree with that. So now they've fixed that problem. But the way they fixed that problem, so what the, uh, is they've actually made facial recognition software able to recognize dark skinned people easier. I know this because they were they they had me come in, and this was like 2018. They had me come in, and they were like, "We want Black Americans." Also, do you have any Black friends? And they actually paid me to recommend my Black friends. I was like, "Yeah, I'll sell my Black friends out." So I sold them out. I went there. And, um, you know, and they have me look in this thing and then they're like, OK, put your mask on. OK, take your mask off. OK, put some sunglasses on. So they've been they were perfecting this back in 2017, That's good. 2018. That's good. Great. But like, you know, now I now I really, really kind of see where this is kind of going. And I'd love to see where where the what to what end is this um, for security purposes? Yes. 
But as you know, humans don't know when to stop. So I'm I'm very excited to see how far we're gonna push this thing. Yeah. Well, the the data set on black people needed to be made by the public um, companies, private companies, because yeah. Africa just wasn't doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. That makes sense, huh? That makes sense. So who's gonna do it? Is Mugabe is is some some guy with an idea and who's, yeah. who's awesome in yeah. the middle of Khartoum, you know, and, somewhere some, some guy who's like dancing in Cameroon. No, dude, that guy, you know what that guy's going to do? That guy's going to be an engineer and make like the most efficient, some shit and win a, an award from it. And he's like the one guy yeah. that got that idea out there. But for the rest of us over here, I think those so, ideas are not getting out of the country as well as they are in Japan. Yeah. So the the data set on black people needed to be made by the private companies because so yeah, Japan did a lot of that. If and for for people who didn't know, Japan definitely did a lot of that because I've been to four or five of these facial recognition things. That's funny. That's really funny. Yeah, man. That's 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 amazing. Um, I squinted when they took my picture. Yeah, yeah. Get um, some Chinese eyes. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, you fucking recognizing me, man. <laughs> they can recognize you because it's not the fact that you're squinting that's registering. It's the biometric data. And then I guess they it's would... It's the actual, like, the way my face is moving, right? Um, Proportions. No, it would be the distance between, like, the points on your nose to ah, your eyes. So they're, like, measuring, like, the, okay, yeah. facial features, And then when they get enough people from a like certain um, subset, like an ethnic subset, uh-huh. they through a neural network, they're able to create not a one and a zero, but like a a, a, a zero, a 2.5, a five, a 7.5, and a one. And that's like accounting for like each different skin tone. Basically. Well, no, within within one, yeah, within one ethnic group. So right, you might right, be a bit right. darker than another black guy, another right, black right, guy right. might be. So, but it's going to account for like every black guy. Yeah. So even though like my biometric, biometric data as a super white dude and right. your biometric data as kind of a darkish black guy, it might look Brownish. really different. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if it might look almost the same, actually, if you just put the data together, because we have right. two eyes, we have a nose, we have right. a mouth, and so on. Right. But if you get like uh, 30 million um, like North American white people or, right. Nor- or Norwegian types or Scandinavian right. types, right. and you get 30 million black people, there's going to be patterns that emerge in the data that will yeah, associate yeah. The black each other. people are going to have, you know, bigger lips or we're going to have bigger noses. Yeah, we're gonna stuff have like that. Or the points between your nose. And points between your nose points is going to be lips like... is going to be bigger. Different differences or, or different yeah. sizes and, and, and distances. So, but oh, okay, if you don't have that. that data set, the computer doesn't know exactly what it's looking at. The margin of error only mm. increases. So that's why when you... when when I So with these tests, what they have me doing is they say, okay, put your face inside of the thing but then they say but make sure your lips and your nose and your eyes go inside of these little circles that they have because so that's the valuable part of your face I that they're see, after I see, I and see. once they get a, enough people inside of a data set mm-hmm. the computer is now able to recognize oh that's a black person probably within a 85 <laughs> percent probably a black person yeah but like super famous people, like a soccer player, like yeah. Messi or a very political um, person that everybody knows, like Hillary Clinton. Right. You can drag and drop a picture of Hillary Clinton into Skype and the Skype will automatically write like a caption if you want it to. This is Hillary Clinton. So so 98 percent chance. You know what? You know what that technology is being used for? Well, one idea is that if you're if you hate gays and you're a dictator who hates gays, right. you buy all the grinder data, 
and then you make drones with facial recognition programs on them, right. put guns on them, and launch them into cities. That's the real possibility. Hunt down fags. And you're like this guy's like, I don't care if this has a 75% accuracy. Uh, Fuck it, I'll if, get if, most if, of if them. If 25% of the people die are not gay, oh who God. cares? They're all going to die. So so let me show you another thing that this technology has. has I had. use the F word as the person who... Uh, as a bundle of sticks. Well, no, I mean as somebody who doesn't like those people. I love them. Do you know what? Do you know what's going on here? Okay, so this is a. You're showing me a video of Tom Cruise playing the acoustic guitar Let's in see. HD. Yeah, except that's not Tom Cruise. It's a deep fake. It's a deep fake, and um, this is being for those of you who don't know what a deep fake is. It's a deep fake is is literally an application of what we're talking about right synthetic now. Synthetic media. A synthetic media. They take. A large data set of photos of Tom Cruise making every facial expression that Tom Cruise would make. So every variation of Tom Cruise that there has ever been, ever, whether he's gained weight or lost weight or he's muscular or he's sick or whatever it may be, they've taken every iteration of Tom Cruise, laid this over someone's face who also kind of looks like Tom Cruise and you got yourself a Tom Cruise double. Yeah, it's way better than any CGI. It's it, the neural network. Real time, and it's real time uh, replication of what this guy's facial is expressions are doing, yeah. just in the way that Tom Cruise would do it. So when they say like, "Oh, that's not really Tom Cruise," well, it kind of really is Tom Cruise. It's just the guy's like wearing Tom Cruise's face on his face. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's basically a very that's basically what it is. Reproduction of it's based. Yeah, so. All of that stuff is going on. Scary shit. Um, one project that I um, tried to help with, but I didn't really, they didn't want me to do anything with it anyways, recently um, has come to pass a little bit, has been an AI program that translates sign language mm -hmm. into spoken languages. Okay. So these people had to get a camera and reduce the, the sign signage that people are making to very low amounts of memory but uh -huh. still be highly accurate wow. and then put all of that into a database okay and then when somebody in front of like a camera that equipped with this ai program starts doing sign language the sign language program automatically can translate it into text or voice this is going to be we're we're seeing the that's very... a japanese program by the way just to keep japan what in the spotlight yeah right? yeah that's yeah. right that's right that's right and i was i i i heard about that program from the offset and it got yeah. the green light yeah and yeah this company was it's, it's, it was softbank it is softbank of course and they have a bunch of engineers there but they're also open to people from different backgrounds so they would pull in people who are like who are who are hearing impaired or right. visually impaired right. into these types of projects. Right. They're also engineers, so they have like this really unique uh, stack of abilities. Where right. You get right, the person right. developing the program who also has the affliction, so you don't have like like the, would, the white guy going into the black part of town. I'm like, I'm gonna build you a I'm school. I'm gonna build a brand new school, yeah. and I'm gonna clean up the community. Why do you guys do drugs? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, stop that. That's <laughs> not nice. Don't live that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, this is no, this is a bit, so that, that's exciting. I think that's a good thing, um, especially for like those people, those people, those people. especially if you're uh, if you're if you have sight issues mm. or if you have hearing issues. 
you go into a hotel, you right. can't really communicate. Right. If they have a camera there, even if it's like 95% or 85% accurate. You still get your point you across. S- yeah. And if you use simple enough stuff without any idioms or frustration, or right. like, you, it, it should be able to give you basic sentences at this point. I feel like we're watching like the uh, in its infancy, the uh, the the stages of of what Google Translate or for lack of a better word, Google Translate will look like. Because, you know, even right now it's upgraded to where you can just scan something in a different language and it says it, it types it out. And I think it may even say it in that language out loud if you, you use can the, now uh, yeah they introduced can. that function on zoom recently really apparently so you talk on zoom and the other person like it comes out in whatever language, language. and it, and, Dude, we're gonna and have then the person who is speaking their yeah. original language isn't transmitted through the call what so what you heard. don't even hear them you yeah. just hear like the other language you just yeah. hear like like your a, language like coming dub, back like a dubbed know. movie it's like how dare you you are my father and you know the, the lips are still moving brother, and now <laughs> you must die oh man you got to like be a, in japan for that so you're like, like a few minutes behind that way everybody the lag on zoom up. is like a, a 1970s kung fu movie all of a sudden oh my god dude people on zoom got their nunchucks out right right they're like <laughs> they got a big how dare in their you fro. disrespect my family <laughs> That would be wicked. That'd be wicked. I said cool. that in Spanish, but <laughs> you guys didn't catch it. So um, I actually have a, uh, I got a camera tip. What's a good man? camera tip of the week. Wow, Matt, you really just forced it in there. You just. Just jammed it in there. I got my new setup. I'm a techno guy now. I like it. I like it. Matt, everyone, he's a technician now. 120's camera tip of the week is that if you are planning on doing photography, videography long term, then you might want to think about trading in your equipment as opposed to selling it. The reason why is because sometimes stores that deal specifically with camera equipment, they sometimes give you points and they'll trade you store credit for the camera, and they'll give you actually more than they would give you in dollars because they're anticipating that you're going to come back and you're going to spend more on uh, camera equipment. Great example of this working for me is I sold a lens that I paid $400 for at a camera store here in Shinjuku called Map Camera. I was going to get, uh, I think I went to a, a, like a, not Yoshimura, Yoshimura camera or somewhere on uh, the camera street west exit of Shinjuku and they were only going to give me a hundred bucks for my lens I took it to another store that takes trade-in credit they gave me 216 bucks for it not only that they said okay we'll give you this credit for a year and it'll go towards anything else that you purchase in the store and if you use it here in our store then it'll be worth even more so I went in and I bought me a new camera body with the cost of a lens that I didn't think I was going to get anything with a hundred bucks for. So definitely look into trading in items and seeing if you can flip that and get you an even nicer piece of equipment. Cause it may be worth it. What's a good man? Tip of the week. Good energy, good energy, good energy. Remember, everybody, to go to MatthewPMBigelow.com, where you can get all your Japan What needs. Also, make sure to check us out on Facebook, on Instagram, everywhere you go. Just type in 
Japan w a Podcast. What? Search and stream. Japan What Podcast. Where can people find you, Mr. 120? You can find me on Instagram under O N E T W E N T Y 360. It's long because I'm short. Find me on Spotify under the same name and be sure to check out my new collaboration with El Spade. El Spadia 2. Thanks for listening. All right. Well, that was a little feisty discussion we had. We Fiery. Hit、the、all the points. Nipples are kind of sensitive、there. right now. Well, yeah, we hit the points. What we're going to do next, though, is、um, I usually get to this at the beginning of the podcast, but this is a new product.、Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Sashiwiri. We kind of did a whole bunch of like news, tech news at the top. Yeah. It's kind of fascinating, though.、Eh? It like, is, though. Like, who's not interested? Like, anyone who listens to this shit is probably a geek. Yeah, absolutely. That's all I, you know, you got to be some kind of geek. New potato chips that don't, that don't, new potato chips, potato chips that don't get your fingers all powdery, developed by Kelby and Tokyo Banana. Okay. Elaborate on this. Accomplishing this risky feat took not only one, but two major Japanese snack makers.、Wow. The makers of the most famous souvenir snacks, the Japan、uh, Tokyo Banana, and bo- both giants in their respective fields, they have combined their wealth of knowledge to forge Jagabulde. Wow. This brand of potato chip uses a revolutionary KGT manufacturing method,、wow. in which KGT stands for Koka. Or hard to get powder on hands in English. The powders in this picture are just to visualize the flavors and they're not actually sprinkled on the chips. Why are you showing me cocaine? Yeah, that's right. You snort up the potato chips.、Um, there we go. So that's actually、uh, what we need powderless, powderless potato, chips. potato chips. In preparation, they're going to have, they're going to be selling those on the you know, SpaceX. 13 or <laughs> whenever that comes out, they'll sell them next, right next to the iPhone 50s. <laughs> Get your powderless potato chip and iPhone combo for a thousand dollars only.、Uh, you can swipe <laughs> and, and, and save.、Uh, yeah, it's kind of a dumb story, but space means- food, man. Have you ever had tried space food? That's no, that's what that is, man. That's like space food, man.、Oh, you yeah, take you- it so you don't get powder in your. In, in wet yeah, places. Yeah, that's right. You、yeah. can open up a bag. Finally, the astronauts can open up a bag of potato chips、yeah. in the International Space Station and not cause a kerfuffle. They better have freaking salt and vinegar. I'm going to be real pissed. Do you、off. know that the Russians have space vodka? I'm not surprised, but I, I, I did not know that.、Um, I've seen,、uh, I'm not sure if it's verified or not. Yeah. You know, these days, everybody's like so worried.、Yeah. I saw something and I'm going to talk about it. And everyone's like, actually, this is what it is it's a plastic, I'm not sure if it's plastic, it's a container、uh-huh. of vodka with a straw on the top. Nice. So you can nip the vodka in space, but not spill anything anywhere. That's so efficient yet alcoholic. Yeah. You know, I, I never believed, like, I didn't know what the hype was about, like, you know, Russians and vodka. And I'm only. Wurichika. You know, like, for Mother Russia. Like, I、Nastrovia. only know. <laughs> Vastrovia, mimi komblats. You know, I, I, I,、uh, I, I've only met 
like four Russian people and all of them love the vodka. For the other million and whatever some on people out there, this doesn't include you. But I'd always, you know, I'd heard like the Russian thing with the vodka, like Russia's really strong with vodka. And then I took a Russian girl home one night in Tokyo and she drunk me under the table, down the hallway, down the stairs and onto the elevator back to my house because really? I've never drank that much vodka in my life, man. And she was just like, you know, you want more? And I was like, oh my God, stop. Like, I feel like I'm the victim here, you know? Ah. So yeah, yeah and definitely, or maybe I'm just a bitch. I don't know. In Russia, girl drinks you under the table. my brothers. I've got a, uh, got a topic for you. Come uh, on. Okay, so I want to, do you know the slang flex? Um, Like, when you're about to get on the train and the doors open and like you, you're about to get on, but a bunch of people start getting off. Is that like a sexual thing? No, no, no. It's just flex. No, like like a uh, like a financial flex. Oh, that's like when you open that up kind your of wallet flex. and there's nothing inside of it. More like a like when you take all your buddies out to the girls' bar and buy all of them drinks and have each one of them with their own girl. Oh, like I'm showing off my you know like you're muscles. showing basically showing off, right? I'm so rich. That's you're a, not. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a I have something you don't. It's a it's a I'm showing off my wealth, right? That's a flex. So I wanted to talk about. I think you can take the Canadian oh, F-L-E-X. one. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. That's F-L-E-C-K-S. right. F L E C K S. Were you saying flex like the really funny story that includes no, like, flex got, of things that I I'm going to tell you? Flex after this? on my shirt. I don't know where they came from, but I was walking past a construction. It's all those site potato chips today. that you've been eating with the powder on them. I had some. Yeah, so you got to get the powderless ones, man. Uh, that's too many flex. Got to get the powder ones. So. You can take the Canadian flex, and I'll take the Japanese flex. But what I want to know is, what do Canadian people do when they want to show off? Um, I know what black people do. We buy, like, a chain or a car with really big wheels on it. But what does a Canadian person do? Like, he's a total dick, you know, and he just wants to, like, show off all his money. What does a Canadian guy do? I have no idea. I I haven't been... I haven't been around Canadian rich people for 15 years. Uh, I could take a guess. Um, They buy a boat. Okay. And um, they always talk to you about their boat, but they never invite you on it. Oh, wow. Okay. That's different from like American, like American, like rich people shit. Because they'll talk to you about their boat and invite you to come on it, but not take into consideration the fact that you have a regular job and shit to do. What can I say? Canadians are different people. So I'm going to give you a Japan flex. A Japan flex would be like you bought like your wife a kimono made of like the nicest fabrics with like gold trim on it. And you got her like the new clogs or what? I don't know. What are those shoes called? The geta. Like you got them, but it's like this wood is like... 4,000 years old, and it was, it was harvested from the temple in King Kakuji. Yeah. And it's made of the finest materials with gold-threaded and embroidered robes. And you put on your Geta Thunbergs, and they you say, know, how dare you? The hair was done by the Japanese artist 
who's been doing like the emperor's cousin's hair for mm. five millennia. You know, like that's I think like that's some Japanese. You want you want to do one more? What's what's another what's another Canadian flex? Oh, another Canadian flex would be um uh oh here's one. Um I I am a, I'm a pro, I'm a property developer right. um, in the Rocky Mountains and I have a nice place outside of Canmore. Right. Beautiful little mountain town. Right. Why don't you come up uh we'll have dinner and drinks and just have a little party at my place. Right, Great right, view right. View the mountains it'll be right. fantastic. Oh yeah, it's so like it's you, like a but that that's not where it ends. Right. You go up there. You go up there and, right. you, and you walk into this this multimillionaire's mansion <laughs> and he has a variety of drinks right. in very nice bottles, right. but not the bottles that the booze came in. Okay, okay. And he says, Okay, here's our okay. finest selection of liquors. Right. Please enjoy whatever one you want. Mm. Now, one bottle is filled with good stuff. Right. The other bottles are filled with trash. That's okay. the Canadian flex. Wow, that's like shysty in a different way, but also awkwardly expensive. You gotta, you, yeah, <laughs> it's, exactly. It's like, a, like a really long way to go to like whip the, measure dicks you, with someone, you, but like you're you, like, but you I gotta, only want to measure my dick in, in meters. You gotta watch out. <laughs> you gotta look at the one that he drinks from, and then choose yeah, that one. Right, right, right. Or he might be really smart, and he won't drink from that one, and leave the other one out for the for the people there yeah to drink to so some it starts a fight and they're like well no fuck you dude i had some real good shit so that's the i don't Canadian know what you're talking flex. about wow yeah. that's that's a different angle that's yeah. a different angle all right i'm gonna give you a japanese flex you it's just like a bunch of unnecessary shit for like a totally normal trip which in the first place is a Japanese flex because it'll be something like, let's all go to Hakone for the weekend. But, you know, even that, that's like an expensive train to Hakone. And that's also no everybody. Everybody but you brings their three thousand dollar surfboards. Right. Right. They all have like full ski gear and like, oh, well, well no, we have a membership. We're going to go for a leisurely <laughs> hike up Mount Takao. It's yeah, only 200 yeah. meters above yeah. sea level. So you don't yeah. need much. They 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 bring like ski like everything you yeah know? someone says oh but fuck like i don't have my phone in america we'd say well it's nature you don't need your phone in japan someone would say oh don't worry man i brought a generator you know like <laughs> yeah, that kind of yeah. like literally today i was at a shoot and they were like i rented a base station charge my computer while i'm waiting in this parking lot where no one's at and there's no power in the bathroom smell like shit but hey i brought a generator <laughs> you know, like, bought, they bring, like, a seat with the bidet and the controls on it. You know, like, you can shit in style in the woods. <laughs> you know, like. I was at, I went to this, um, that's a, that's a, that is a Japanese flex. That's a Japanese flex, When I was flex, part man. of this klezmer band called the Dead Sea Dropouts, mm -hmm. we would sometimes perform at a harvest festival. Right. At this organic farm. Right. Um, up in Tochigi. And we got right, invited right. out to this, this party the next day. Okay. On top of a hill. Right. So we drive and drive and drive and we're driving through I mean, rice even that, paddies, like, I have shit to do up, up and down cemeteries. Yeah. yeah. And we come up, we come up on this hill and just a bunch of people having a picnic. Right. And like there's a toilet over there. Right. And it's like behind like a metal like a rugged metal fence. Right, right. You go behind the rugged metal fence and the toilet is a spotlessly clean washlet. 
Right, it's right. It's not connected right. to anything. Not connected to anything. It's just floating. And you sit there, and you, like there's like a little shrub hiding you, but yeah. you've got this amazing view of a vista over right. all the mountains, right, and right, all of the valleys Your and dick a river. Is just out of view. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Yeah. What's the what's the what's the biggest Canadian flex you've ever seen? And we'll end it. I'll end this bit here. But I just the think biggest it's so Canadian flex would um, definitely have to be. Um, somebody who invites you out—it's always an invitation. Like, right, come right. over here. Right, come over here. Uh, and uh, they got this amazing house, and you're there, and it's the middle of summer. Right, and right. Uh, they just disappear. Yeah, I've 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 run into that one time. It's like I got better things to do, but but it, it was like always weird, you know, because everyone's like, "Whose section is this?" Who paid for this shit? Yeah, you know? or it's like, what am I supposed to do? I, I, I could have done stuff. Drink all the wine. It might not even be that. It's just like, was there wine? You're just, I don't know. you're just there. Yeah. And, just but, there. but you know what it is, right? You're supposed to have a driver to come pick you up, man. You're supposed to have shit going on. Yeah. And they're just like, you can pop in here and do your office work. Uber has started weed delivery service. In America, in Canada. Well, I have heard that that's a good idea. I, I think I they should call it Duber. 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 Duber Wheats. Duber Eats. <laughs> Duber and then Eats. Duber. Duber. Yeah. Duber. Mm. Duber Eats. That's that may be the new Netflix. Duber and, chill. and Eats. We're tired of that shit. Netflix stinks. No more Netflix and chill. I want to uh, before before we I want to give you my last my my ultimate Japanese flex. All right, that I've seen. flex it. The ultimate Japanese flex. Not that I've flex. Seen. I was walking. Oh, you, can I? Can I? F L E. May I? May I? I may I have some coffee? Yes. Yeah. Everyone, Matt's got coffee, and I'm trying to have some caffeine in me. Oh, he didn't put ice in it. All right, so here we are. Here we are right here on the Matt Bigelow <laughs> Japan Web Podcast. And the biggest Japanese flex that I've ever seen is once I went on a, uh, like a, like a shoot, right, with a Japanese, he's like a comedian, like old time, you know, Saku like. Saku Yanagawa? Koroke. Okay. Nice. Actually, and we're, we're actually going with him tomorrow on a thing, and that's going to be ape shit because there's no break planned at all. So I don't know how that's going to work. But uh, last time we went, these with this media guy. guys just push and push and push and Dude. push media, right? They just oh, live and breathe oh, media. Man. But the thing Being is, it doesn't have media. to take that long. It's like They're mostly semantics. All in the media yeah. all the time. It's, but in Japan, it's like all in the media all the time. But don't forget the semantics. That's literally what it was. So we go on this trip, and they're like, this is a big deal. We have to shoot, and, and this is just going to be the most amazing thing. And we go there, and, like, it's just a whole buildup without a climax. It's just like we go there, we get escorted in this really nice car. No one says anything, but we drive, I'd say, an hour. Already I'm thinking, that's a vehicle that was rented for three days, two of them. To transport, like, already that, just that alone, like, renting a vehicle to transport, like, 10 to 13 people for two days is already out of my budget to go, you know, to go, just that. It's like that's traveling for a week in, yeah. in, in Malaysia. Yeah, and never mind the fact that you might have shit to do, you know, we're all just out here for a few days, you know, 
And we get to this guy's place, and he did the thing that you said, go to a place and disappear. We get there. There's no instructions. It's just like one of his summer homes or some shit. And he has a lady there. And this is the big Japanese flex. There's this lady there that's like, you know, like the Marie Kondo lady. That's like, you know, let's clean everything. If it doesn't bring you happiness, throw it away. You know, that kind of person is there. And, you know, we're there and his assistants are there and they're like, oh, no, let her pour the tea. These tea leaves were picked in this mountain just over the ridge. Property which we own. You know, they were just like dropping these little facts in. (laughs) And I eat like they have like a shiitake mushroom, you know, and it's just like regular shit. It's like a carrot, an onion. A mushroom. But like, you know, you eat it and it's this lady. She's in a kimono, the same kimono that those people bought from the last flex. She's wearing the kimono. She brings you your stuff. She treats you special, calls you son. And you eat the mushroom and you're like, oh, this is a mushroom. This you is eat, the special you, one. You know, you eat the carrot. You're like, oh, oh this is a carrot. That's a the, carrot. The, the, the root that grows in the ground everywhere. This is like what they were trying to get at in the supermarket, but they didn't quite get it right because you were fucking $400 off on the budget for carrots. That's the kind of, and just like everything was like that, you know, like the forks were like really nice sterling silver forks. We had shrimp, but it wasn't just shrimp. A guy had just like just caught them and like killed them right there and then like fried, like they were still moving on the fucking grill, dude. Like, cool. And it just the whole three days was like that, but I was exhausted and it was just like, it okay, is. This is like nothing that happened on that trip was anything that I would have done for fun. It's like they're squeezing every ounce of gratitude out of you at every Literally. possible time. So at the end of the night, you know, everyone's like, thank you so much. Like we're like bowing down and like worshiping this guy like a demigod, you know. For like, a mushroom. <laughs> for a mushroom. But it was the mushroom. I'm it sure was it was. The mushroom. Um, I've never had another mushroom in my life like that. That just like everything I'm was sure. just I'm sure. I don't want any, it's ruined food. <laughs> So yeah, that's my that's biggest Japanese flex, flex I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, man. To get you out in the to pay thirty thousand dollars per person to feed you a mushroom. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, we we go to anywhere we went, and they're like, This is the best whatever in Hokkaido. This is the best tea. And I'm just like, I'd have been happy with like convenience store shit, you yeah, know. But well, like, thank you, you know. There is a part of Japan where they they folk because it's such an island country and there's not a lot of arable land. Ooh, that's coffee. I forgot about that. The 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 peak of something is often like super ridiculous. Right, right, right. And it's like a mushroom, and it might be the best mushroom, but right. the medium mushrooms are still really good. And no, and they're still really good. So they're still really this good. Is, this is kind of like. For some reason, there's this hierarchy in mm. Japan where everybody, but you get to like this top point, and uh, yeah, it is just like endless formalities. It's just like all those. It's it, that's literally what it was. We did this this shoot, and I think we shot for like two hours, man. The rest of the time was just like, this is the best soda to go with your pizza. Like <laughs> you know, like this was made in a soda factory. That's a thousand years old and the emperor himself mm. stamped the soda and like you yeah. know like it's, they, they invented soda yeah you know like there was lore about this it, he, he floated down on a cloud of soda fuzz <laughs> fizz or something you know like dude like and actually so you get tired of it i can see like how you how like why rich people like experiment with people because they're just like really it's really all it is it, it really is all it really is man like i had okay i had the best 
shiitake mushroom. I can only eat one. That's <laughs> fucking a hundred dollars of mushroom, man. Like I can't, bizarre. I can't. That's bizarre, dude. Yeah, so I took a lot of selfies in that place, to say the least. Indeed. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna finish up here. That's a crazy story, by the way. I didn't oh, I have one more story. It's funny as shit. Can I right, tell go, it on here? Go. And it's uh, okay. So I have a I have one more story for you. I have a I had a lot of stories this week. Do you mind if I lay this on them? Go for it. It's nasty. Do it. I was on the train, and it was and, you know I'm really tired, and I'm sitting in in the uh, you know I'm sitting on the corner seat. You know one of the, one of the seats that has like the wall next to you. Sitting on the corner seat, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm kind of a bit lazy, kind of a little bit sleepy. It's been a long day, and a lady walks past me. I know this because I kind of see the silhouette of a woman. Up until this point, everything is fine. You and I are friends, and in this, we agree that the day was good. And then something fell on my hand. It fell right here. You know this little pocket in your right between your thumb and your index finger. Yeah, where that the little people pocket. get chipped. Right, right, right. It's something came off of this woman and it landed on my hand matt it was pink matt it was wet matt it left residue because i flicked it off immediately as as soon as i saw it now i don't know whether that shit was like meat or 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 body fluid or or like something like vomit i don't know what it was I just know that a lady quickly walked off the train Bloody and left something. It could, it could, who knows? It could have been like a, a fetus. I don't know what it was. It just landed on my hand and it was pink and wet. And I was like, she threw a fetus on what, you. Where did that come from, man? What was that? What that 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 messed up my whole day, man. That messed up my whole. It was just the fact that I don't know where it came from, and uh, yeah. I just, what 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 the what was that? What was that pink wet thing? <laughs> what what was that? Like I was perplexed for like three stations home, and I came home with this look on my face. Was it like, like what her, was that? A, a nail, like a fake nail? I, I I just didn't have the time to see what it was. I like quickly sniffed it. Do you think it she didn't was smell good? And I flicked it Ugh. off. That's the thing. I didn't have time to form a thought in my brain. I just know that the door is closed and a woman got away and there was something wet and pink on my hand uh, that left residue. She was probably storing it in her mouth and uh, she dropped it on A you. part of me hopes that she did store it in her mouth because God knows where else it could have came from. Well, it's not a fetus. It didn't come out of her twat. But what if it was? I don't think By like I don't some think freak... Accident. She would have to get pretty high over you to twat drop. You she could have. She could have just been like, "I'm gonna try capoeira on the train for the first time," but forgot there was a hole in her leggings and dropped a minuscule patch of organs. You would have noticed the commotion. I think. I think she stood over you. Would I though? And she had something like between her gums and her lip. Yeah, her lower lip. And as you were distracted, probably looking at your phone because that's all you ever do. She she pushed it, it out. Facebook. She pushed it out between her lips. She blew it through her cat. As you were like looking at something on Instagram on uh, her phone, uh, she let it fall out of her lips. And, and she probably saw it. She probably knew. And she was just like, You know what it nah. was? It was now is not it a was time to be half Japanese. Cooked chicken meat. <laughs> oh my god. That's but probably that's worse. what it was. That's worse. She that's was walking worse. around. Looking for someone to victimize. Lady. She's walking around with half-cooked <laughs> chicken meat 
like how people chew chew tobacco. She had that. Oh in, in, no, she just had it resting in her yeah. jaw like a dip. And oh, her saliva no. getting in there, you know. And yeah. it probably been bothering her for a while, and she's like, "I don't want to swallow it." Because she obviously has some sort of gunk going on in her mouth you know, as well. She's got, she's got some gingivitis cysts. going on. Yeah, 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 some definitely some pus in there. And that's what <laughs> she's like. I don't want to. I don't want to swallow it. Bloody cysts. But I don't have like a tissue or something to put it on. Oh, put it on the foreigner. <laughs> and he's black. <laughs> so yeah, that it, exactly. it was game on from then. It was. That's what I would have done. It's game I, on. I will sit by you any day of the week. Thank you, Matt. Because I, I, I you'll yeah. take the bloody chicken on your face before me i i i would definitely take the bloody chicken on my face for you where did it come from god it came from god god (laughs) was delivering a message to you that day it was pink and wet you've been away from god for too long wet yourself and it shows be pink and it shows (laughs) Right. Yeah, that really happened. That That's really disgusting. Happened. That is um, disgusting. I, 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 I don't really take the train, and I frequently walk home from work. So and this is why. Yeah, I don't want to be around these animals anymore. This is why. I am dropping out of this world. I don't like everybody looking at their phone with a mask on yeah. all the time. Yeah. Screw that world. Screw that. I am not joining it. Take your mask off and run in a field, you frolicker. I'll build my own casino. Frolic with on your blackjack yeah. and hookers. Yeah, who says we can't have blackjack and hookers? We can have all of we want on the Japan Web Podcast. All that you want. Coming at you from the back end of Tokyo. I am your co-host. Host. Matthew, PMBigelow.com. Matt Bigelow. Where can people find you? It's your boy, 120, and you can always find me under O-N-E-T-W-E-N-T-Y. Check me out. I will be at One Oak on the 18th of next month. You won't want to miss it.